Blog Talk Radio. Only 30 minutes. Only on Sunday. Only 30 minutes. Only on Sunday. Get out of it? Um, depends on what they charge her with. 
I mean, if they charge her properly, which I would think would be um, some sort of negligent manslaughter sort of thing rather than murder. I mean, personally, I think, you know, Chauvin should have been charged with first-degree murder. But um, That's right. But but her, you know, she just she shouldn't have been wearing the uniform to begin with if she couldn't react properly in that situation. I think if they charge her right, they'll make it stick. E. It's on you. I have held weapons in my. I've held many many weapons been in the military for 22 years in my hand, and I've had many variations of tasers. They don't feel the same. Let's just start there. They don't feel the same. My 9 millimeter and the biggest taser I ever had does not feel the same, especially when my 9 millimeter is loaded. Um, also, whatever happened to aim to injure and not shoot to kill? And I, I have no leniency for her because she was such a veteran and she trained other police officers. So if you can't be able to think on your feet and act quickly and know the difference in between a taser and your, and your weapon, then you need to be off the force anyway. And why would you shoot? Why would you shoot? Right for the chest, period. If you were just trying to stop them or or get them to listen to you or whatever, I don't even get pulling out your gun. But if you felt so inclined, you had every intent to murder, not maim, if you shot center mass. That's not manslaughter. If I'm aiming at your heart, I'm intending to kill you. If I'm aiming at your head, I'm intended to kill you. Now, if I'm aiming at your shoulder and I got hollow points and I got a 44 and I blow off your arm, that and you bleed out, yeah, okay, that's manslaughter. But if I'm aiming at your chest, center man at your heart, I intend to murder you. And so, no, there's no gray area for me. This is just Elisha. No gray area mm-hmm. because the intent mm-hmm. was there. And she I was such you. a veteran. And she was such a held in high regard. That would be like me well, being a platoon sergeant and a first sergeant going to the range and say, oh, wow, I didn't know these wasn't blanks, and I shoot my, my soldiers. Yeah. And, you know, right. you, you, you've hit That's on unacceptable. Exactly that is what is unacceptable. You, that is you've unacceptable hit on what Absolutely. I agree. And you've hit on what is really so frustrating um, and, and infuriating about all of these cases I mean, some of them are just naked murder. There is no question about it. But other ones, you know, when these people are, uh, when these officers are startled or afraid or whatever, you know, it's a stressful Mm -hmm. situation. Man, if you cannot think clearly through that, then you don't belong with that badge on your chest, period. Mm -hmm. I'm I'm a teacher. I'm startled and afraid every day in my my school. I teach high school. But ain't mm-hmm. no way I could, I'm going to go in there and, and just start shooting kids because I'm startled and afraid. Exactly. That's, not the, that's not an excuse. If you're that startled and that afraid, then shoot at, shoot at the kneecap. Exactly. All I'm saying is that if, you, if, you're, if you're aiming at the chest, 
then you're mm-hmm. intending to kill somebody or in, in at the head. You're intending to kill somebody. You're not intending to stop nobody. I mean, of course they'll stop because they'll be dead, but you're <laughs> not in, your intent isn't to stop them. Your intent is to kill them. The, yep, yep. D. Lovely is on the line. Uh, D. Lovely, hey, we're D. talking about Dante Wright and Kim Porter, the officer that thought she had a taser but she had a gun. Your thoughts after a week of this and seeing the protests in Minnesota? Oh, boy. Okay, so I have been listening, and everything the ladies are saying is 100% true. Uh, I can say this. Anytime I start a process, and I'm, I'm, I'm afraid for my life, so to speak, and I can't tell. Now, I'm, 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 a, I'm a gun um, enthusiast, so let's put that out there first. I, I have shot every kind of firearm there is to shoot. So I know how to use a firearm, and I know when to use a firearm. So the the difference between a Glock and a Taser is weight. That's all I can tell you. Weight will make you make Isn't a difference. Isn't that what I, I just it, said? That's right. If, she, if mm-hmm. she's screaming, Taser, 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 that is an excuse for the mistake I'm for what I'm about to do but this is my cover because that yellow taser and that that steel black that glock glock that feels like a glock in your hand it's cold it's it's say it again for the people in the balcony it's got a grip <laughs> on it that taser feels nothing like that i've shot them both and i'm telling you they don't feel anything alike there's no reason for the two of those things to be together and there's no and way they on different you across your body and pull that taser and not know that you didn't just reach into your dominant side and pull that gun. There's no way for you to do that. Exactly. Thank yeah, there's on different hips, aren't they? Supposed to be. Yeah. Supposed to be. Okay. Uh, That's the first thing you learn in tra- training another officer at the time. So that officer even looked confused, and he backed off because he was looking like, I'm not sure what's going on right now. He did not because he knew that was his, his, his FTO. He didn't do anything. But at the same time, he looked confused. If you go back and watch it, he looked completely confused. Yeah, I remember seeing that. He did have a confused look on his face. Yeah, because he had no idea why she was so intent on dragging this kid out of the car. But here's here's the, the rewind. If she was so afraid that she felt like she needed to shoot him, how come she no one can understand how he was so afraid that he might get shot that he would jump back into his car? Mm. So we're, we, we're allowed to believe she was afraid, but they don't want us to believe he was afraid. That's ridiculous. And... The only thing he was getting away with was, uh, what was it, expired uh, registration expired, for the car? Expired registration and an air freshener in the in the um, rearview mirror, in the back. hanging on the mirror. Yeah. And a lot of a lot of people said that we're behind because of COVID. So Correct. there was a lot of people driving. Yeah, so it's just crazy Listen, altogether. Uh, I just, the next one. I just 
I just talked to someone, an officer who said they have had so many tags expired, and they're not even talking about just in the past, you know, three to six months. They're talking about some tags are two years out of service. Yes. Because wow. the system is saying, don't come in here if it's a possibility okay. that you have COVID. We can wait. You're, they've even been told, every officer has been told, you might find somebody riding dirty. Unless they're doing something else, leave them alone. See, that makes sense. Um, for, the, for the people that don't know what riding dirty is, Explain oh, I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> I, I apologize. I, I'm using my, all, my police talk. That just means not in compliance with the law. And you're, you're riding oh, outside you. of thank the you. realms of, of being a queen. <laughs> gee whiz. I, gee whiz. I knew what so it was. Thank you. I just wanted to clear it up for everybody else. Um, the, next, the next one. Indiana. Indianapolis. FedEx, nine people killed by former employee Scott Hole. He bought two more weapons after the police confiscated his shotgun before that. And his mama thought he was a threat and a mental health nut. Turned out to be right. Uh, your opinions on this one? Again, we're going to start with Tess. Uh, you know, I have been... I've been bitching about gun control for uh, at least 40 years, probably longer, because, you know. (laughs) What do we we have to do in this country? And I am also also a gun enthusiast. Um, I love shooting them. We have a couple. But what do we have to do in this country to get somebody to pay attention to the fact that the majority of the people mm-hmm. out here, here in this country who feel like sitting ducks at our workplaces feel like we need some sort of common sense, good background checks, waiting periods, ban on some sort of weapons that are only relevant in the theater of war. I don't know what we. I don't know what more we have to do. What do we do? I agree with you. Um, the only solution we got is to vote these people that believe in not doing anything about gun control out of office, especially the ones that were paid by the NRA. I'm not saying one party or another, but I am saying no. some yes. in that party need to be kicked out of Congress so we can just get some laws voted through and passed. Uh, Absolutely. E. Good luck with that. E. Okay. Okay. If your mama said you crazy, believe <laughs> Period. Unbelievable. That's it? Unbelievable. <laughs> That's it. Unbelievable. Okay. Huh? Okay, uh, D. Lovely. <laughs> <laughs> oh Lord, um, I agree. If your mama say you crazy, you crazy. But here's Believe where the her. problem lies. If you, if even if you're crazy, if there's never been an evaluation done, you don't show up in the system. The system is not that can't catch your your um your mental status 
if it's never been documented. So right, I may know they confiscated his gun before, D. Yeah. He, he's been the in the system, not, the question, not for his mental health. the question health. is, that, that's what I'm saying, when you confiscate gun, when they confiscated his, his weapons, the question is, what did they put in as the reason for confiscation? What, com, no, my God. Com, no, you know what I'm trying to say. For taking them. Yes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Because the truth is, they can say whatever they want. We took them because his mother said she was concerned about, um, you know, him having too many. Okay. Maybe maybe he's on. Maybe it's probation. Maybe he's not supposed to own a firearm. There could be a number of reasons. And all they have to do is say, "You you wait thirty days, and you can come back down and, and claim them." If they didn't put any kind of mental health requirement. He can get them guns back. He may have been planning to get them back, but he found out he get new ones quicker. That part. So the, the question is, when we start talking about making people safe, I don't like the fact that we may have to put um, armed security at a door to places where people who may leave angry. When you when you let someone go, you kind of get an inkling of who you let go. And you may oh, need yeah. to say, listen, I mean, I, I currently work in a, in a place where it's a very quiet community. There's, there's nothing going on. But they recently um, evicted someone that they had concerns about. So what did they do? They hired overnight security for seven days to make sure that that person didn't come back on, you know, on the property. You have to do your due diligence when you know that you may be dealing with the problem because, Every person has the potential to go crazy. Uh, now I got to worry about you. You <laughs> should. You go crazy. You don't know. There you go again. Um, fire, me, fire me from this uh, the door. Next, I'm driving to Texas. <laughs> the next, the next uh, thing I have on the list and I just had a, his name, Adam Toledo, 13 years old, running in the alley from the police. Police said that he had a firearm. Apparently, when he turned around, I guess he threw the firearm down, had his hands up, and still got shot. Uh, I, I know what I'm thinking already, but uh, do you think the police officer should be in jeopardy again, his job and his livelihood and going, doing some kind of time. Do you think he should, that should happen to him? Starting with D. Lovely this time. Oh, I don't like it because I'm going to be unpopular with this one. Um, I've watched that a couple of times. And I have ridden along with, with, Law enforcement, and I've seen what they come in contact with when somebody's running and suddenly turns around. It's a it's a split second decision you have to make, and unfortunately, there's no way to tell that the person that's running is a child unless they're five or six years old. When you're 13, 15, 19, there's no way to tell, and it's a split second decision. And I know that people say, well, you should shoot them in the arm and shoot them in the leg, but that's not law enforcement training. Law enforcement training is 
if some, if you feel as though your life is in danger, literally, honestly, and truly in danger, not somebody sitting in their car, not somebody not somebody running in the other direction, but someone who you know you saw with a firearm take off running and you're chasing them and they turn around suddenly, I feel like that's a moment that an officer has to make a decision that life or death is me or you. So I don't... I don't know if I I disagree with what he did. I don't know that I do. Um, e. Um, I I know everything that you say is true. And when I was deployed, all I'm going to say is that I had to make those ethical decisions when it came to children younger than 13. All right. Um, and and I know that they were trained to kill me. You, you understand what I'm saying? Absolutely. Okay. So I, in, in this instance, I just think it's incredibly sad. Mm-hmm. But I also, I've also been in that position where I had to think only one of us is coming from behind this wire. You, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You could come yeah. peacefully. And alive, or I could just do this fifteen dash six. But only one of us <laughs> is going to be able to write what happened. And um, and so it's it's not any less frightening just because you're on American soil in an alley or it's night or on a highway. I mean, it's it it is frightening. Yeah. And and whatever is in your hand. You know, somebody coming at you, that those endorphins, that's fight and flight. They want to go home to their people, and I get all that. My biggest concern is what was the 13-year-old doing out there? Woo! Reckless. Two o'clock in the morning. Two o'clock in the morning. Somebody's not doing their job. Okay, so, so like you said, you might be unpopular. I teach high school. I don't give a fat rat patootie how old you are. Yeah. But if you're 13 and you out at 2 o'clock in the morning, come on, son. Mm-hmm. You're running with the big dog. You better be ready to do that. Okay. Um, okay. E, it, it, explain what 15 dash six is. I'm oh, sorry. No. For the people in the balcony. I, I would just yeah, be for the people in the back. paperwork because I would be under investigation for, for shooting a child. Right. Whether the child Thank is you. armed Thank or you. not. Thank you. I apologize. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, Tess. Yeah. You know, um, I'm really glad. I'm glad that that, uh, Dee stepped forward and was brave because, honestly, that's, you know, and I'm coming from a a place where I don't know anything at all about, you know, being a law enforcement officer. But, honestly, from what I've seen and what I uh, understand from how it happened, um, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't question him. You know, I, terrible result, and mm-hmm. I, I have a problem with you know the training in the last 20, 30 years of law enforcement to to shoot to kill as opposed to stop. But I understand you know what, where it's coming from. Um, but I also agree with E saying, what the hell is that kid doing out there? You know, this is a, and it's, it's not saying he's responsible. 
I'm not saying that. I think, you know, his 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 mom really needs to take a long look in the mirror and figure out where she dropped the ball with this kid. It might not it might not even be mom, whoever. Whoever yeah. is yeah. his guardian. Like we yeah. are in yeah. a whole pandemic and you trolling the streets at thirteen at two o'clock in the morning. You ain't grown. Exactly. Like make that make sense to me. Right. That's the they, problem. They, they I can't they were... mama or my dear or granddaddy or uncle or Pookie or Ray Ray or Bubba or Bucky. I don't care. Who yeah. didn't know that he was out of the house at two o'clock in the morning is what I care about. Yeah, or, when you have three raise your children, this is what this is what could happen. Yep. And yep. this this happened in uh Chicago, am I correct? Yes. Okay. Well, that's the land of the wild, wild west anyway, so yeah. Well, yeah, we finally call it Chirac. So, you know, and, and for that reason, uh, in and of itself, he shouldn't be out hanging out at, at 2 o'clock in the morning. There you go. And no, there I'm you not go. saying that he, it's his fault. I'm not saying that at all, um, listeners. I'm saying that somebody somewhere should have had a little tighter rein on, on, on Pookie because he shouldn't have been hanging out. <laughs> Not agree and uh, again for the people in the back, who is Pookie? Goodness, we we are explaining a lot for the people in the Listen, back. This is what happens when when I'm teaching virtually and my students have their camera on and I'm looking at the ceiling fan or I'm looking at a window and my students are nowhere to be found and then a news alert comes that the corner store been robbed. You know, I'm trying to look at the tape to make sure that dude that's supposed to be in my Zoom class ain't down the street robbing the 7-Eleven. You know what I'm saying? Wow. Yeah. So, who, I mean, he, maybe they did put him to bed. Maybe he kissed him goodnight. Maybe he snuck out the back door. Maybe he jumped out the window. I don't know. But those are answers that that we need to have first. Yeah, you cannot right. you cannot expect to. I mean, you know the 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 saying, you know, play stupid games, win stupid prizes. But that is that is indeed harsh. But at the same time, you have to wonder yeah. if you are going to live this lifestyle. You need to understand That's what right. the consequences to that lifestyle is. That's you are right. carrying a gun at 13 years old, and you. Somebody to to treat you like a child when they find you, but you're not acting Correct. like a child when you're holding that gun. Correct. You can't have it both ways. Exactly. And you can't right. put it. Oh my God. I dropped it though. Nah, bro. No, no. Yeah, too late, man. Um, yeah, too little. My next my, my next item. I'm going to scam over and get to the real one. Uh, but today it's still going. It's just now going on. Three killed in Austin, Texas, and there's a man mm-hmm. a, a manhunt for the shooter. Mm-hmm. Uh, another Wild Wild West situation. I just wanted to bring mm-hmm. that up. That just happened. The last one I got is the Chauvin trial. Closing arguments are tomorrow. Um, NBA told their teams to be ready for the impact of the verdict. That's the Timberwolves and whoever the Timberwolves play, they may cancel the game. Uh, is oh. it serious? It looks like there might be a acquittal, and if it is, got to help Minnesota, because 
there's going to be a lot of people marching that day. So what do you think the outcome is going to be? Uh, do you think it's going to be a long time before they make the decision? Starting with E this time. I think that if he's not acquitted, I mean, if he's not found guilty of murder, um, yeah, it's, it's going to be a horrible, horrible summer. And um, I, I don't know. I, I think that the jury, I, I think that the jury should take their time, but I think the jury is scared. I don't think mm-hmm. it's going to be enough time. I don't think it's going to be enough time that they can take that's going to make them less afraid of them making the wrong decision either way it goes. D. Lovely? My my gut says it's going to be a mistrial. Mm. And my gut is saying that because I feel like there's going to be one person or two that just say, I, I can't convict a police officer. I, I can't. Even though what they see is what they see, because that's never been a question before. Um, they've always been able to see what they saw, and then they they have a, a reaction to the person as opposed to the to the um, action. And my fear is a mistrial, and we will have to see mm. this happen all over again. Yes, that's my fear. That's my fear. Well, the pessimist in me says that, yeah, that's it. We'll, we'll either end up with a mistrial because the jurors are afraid or mm-hmm. they're just going to, you know, give up and let him go. That's the pessimist. The optimist wants to believe that he's going to get what's coming to him. It's mm-hmm. on tape. Man, in cold blood, people were trying to tell him get off his neck, and he just smirked. Um, Continue. Continue. <laughs> well, as I said, come on. You, there's no other conclusion to make. Uh, it, all the bullshit that the oh, sorry, <laughs> sorry, we're on the radio. All the crap that the defense threw at. Uh, the jurors about what really caused his death. Oh, he had this underlying condition. Baloney. He had a knee on his neck for nine minutes. That's what caused his death. We saw it happen. Convict the man. Uh, don't be. Don't worry about that uh, slip test. You ever heard E mm-hmm. in here go on the rampage? <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> and and she. She went to Sunday. She went to church today. <laughs> Praise oh God. Oh, my God. Um, thank you all for calling in. I appreciate it for making it a spirited discussion. Uh, thank you, E. Thank you, Tess. Thank you, Donna. Y'all have a good week. And safe week. You do the same, friends. Bye, ladies. Bye. Love you. Love you, too.